Yo, 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 it's your boy Max Weezy, and welcome inside the barbershop live from the 919, where everything is fine. I'm actually, I just lied, I'm sorry, I'm in the 704. Uh, for this podcast, I came down back home to Charlotte, and so from wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, welcome inside the barbershop. And, uh, you know, I came to Charlotte to uh, record this one, and I had, because I had to get my boy... Uh, Oscar on the podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Say what's up to him, Oscar. Yo, yo, yo. We're <laughs> at the barbershop. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, I've been wanting to get my homeboy on for, for a minute now. And um, it's, yeah, I'm super excited about this episode. This is probably going to be one of the uh, best and most important ones that that uh, I've done so far. And so I'm so happy to, uh, to, to, to do this. And, um, uh, first of all, before we get get into it, um, like, tell it, like, can you enlighten us a little bit? So, you know, every time we get on here, you know, I, I try to invite people from different backgrounds, and and they always like give me a little insight on the barbershop scene, like from their culture. So, tell me, like, tell me, like, what that was like growing up for you. Actually, um, it's crazy. Uh, uh, the barbershop experience for me was probably one of my favorites growing up. Yeah. Uh, I actually went, grew up going to a Dominican barbershop. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. So we, we've talked about that before on our, on our show with Joey. She told, she told me about Dominican barbershops. Exactly. Yeah, and I love, I've been to them too, I love them, yeah. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> but my guy, he's Cuban. Okay. Shout out to Cuba. Um, he has his own barbershop down here in Charlotte. Nice. Diamond Cuts. <laughs> nice. Diamond Image Cuts, if y'all ever need a fresh cut, ask for Cuba. <laughs> he's, a, he's a beast. I uh, actually just got a fresh cut yesterday. Nice, yep, I see you. Buzz it down, finally. Don't got long hair no more, so... Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, just grew up going there. He was like my best friend, kind of, uh, just, he knew everything about me. Nice, yeah. <laughs> he knew when I was getting in trouble, he was like, <laughs> like happy and stuff like that. So it was, it's a cool experience, uh, uh, always going to a barbershop and actually till this day, you know, it's probably one of my biggest, uh, dreams is to become a barber myself. But, really? Yeah. I did not I know that. I have to go to, to school for it, but definitely want to be a barber soon. Do you already like know how to cut hair? Um, so much. Okay. I, I, I practice some. I actually cut my hair sometimes as well, like just fade myself up and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but uh, I haven't got the courage to like cut somebody yet. Like, yeah. In a minute. I, I cut somebody before, but just since I, I didn't do it for such a long time, mm-hmm. I got a set of clippers already uh, again. So gonna go get more practicing in, but yeah, I love barbershops. That's like my my kind of my therapist growing up. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. Cool. Well, um, that's actually a pretty good segue into to our discussion today because so when I hit Oscar up at first, I was like, because he's for you know again for those who don't know, Oscar's a big Eagles fan. Hey, um, champs. <laughs> And uh, shout out to my team, the Panthers, that that uh, came back in the fourth quarter and beat y'all a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But that's not where we're. we're t- <laughs> but uh, but so, and and I thought I was like you know because we're at midseason right now in the NFL, and I was like you know what it'd be good uh, good to talk about you know the midseason, but also good to talk about um, like Super Bowl hangovers because it seems like the Eagles are going through one a little bit, and you know as a Panthers fan we didn't win the Super Bowl um, back in 2015, but you know, on the losing side of it, there seems to be a hangover whether you win or you lose. And even after that year that we lost to the Broncos, the Broncos, I don't think, got back to the playoffs. So I was going to talk about that, and I hit him up for that reason. But um, 
tell tell the people, Oscar, like what you asked me after I suggested like my topic for you. What'd you ask me? To- I said we should uh, cover some mental health topics, bro. Some mental health talk. Uh, seeing uh, all the recent events uh, about different stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Tough losses and uh, yeah. tragic events, especially regarding us men. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like we're the ones that kind of uh, usually lose it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so I, I really, that really, uh, that really uh, took me aback a little bit. And, and I really... Um, it's something that I, f- I feel like we really should talk about, to be honest with you. And uh, and so I was more than happy to come here and do it. And I'm happy that I was able to, um, happen to be in town for the weekend so we get to do this in person. Because a lot of times I have people, I have a lot of people from Charlotte all the time, but I have them call in. So I'm happy that we're able to do this face-to-face. Of course, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, and so, and even in, in, in football too, because, you know, we're going to get into more about the, the incident that happened here locally, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you heard Oscar, but it was a little bit of a story about a week ago. And there was a, a player of the Vikings, Everson Griffith. Um, they were talking about how he had come back to the team um, after being away for a few weeks for, um, for his mental health and everything like that. And um, so even, in, even in sports, even in football, um, you can go back to last year with Kevin Love um, of the Cavs in the NBA. He took, I believe, he took a couple weeks off, you know, to kind of get himself together and to, to come back. Um, and that was a big story as well. So um, it just really is something that uh, I think a lot of people will, you know, appreciate. And it's conversations that really need to happen more often. And, and like you mentioned, the barbershop for a lot of people is – is therapy so what better place to to do have this discussion is on the barbershop so um yeah <laughs> barbershops are amazing yeah so let's talk about um first of all like the incident that happened here locally in charlotte and why that for you triggered the i guess the need to talk to have like a discussion like this or like what what kind of like what was it about it that that made you say hey i, I would like to i would really like to talk about this um, I guess cause, uh, just cause, uh, I mean, I, I went to Butler growing up. Uh, yeah. Well, it's forever. For people that don't know, um, what happened was at Butler High School. I think it was last, last, last week Monday, or two. Last Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, just in the morning, a kid, uh, as soon as they got to school, I guess, uh, uh started a fight and. The guy, the other uh, kid, shot the other boy. And... Yeah. So it was a, a, apparently, according to the to the reports, it was um, a kid had been been bullied by this other kid, um, and it's, it was sort of weird because I was reading about it and it was almost something like, that sounded like it was from like a like a sitcom, like a TV show. Like I'm getting bullied. I'm gonna bring a gun to school, and normally in the TV shows, like somebody stops it before he excellence that point. But in this case, in real life, um, kid that was getting bullied. Um, brought a gun to school and and uh, sh- shot the kid that was bullying him allegedly, and uh, and so um, and you know the the kid that was shot um, lost his life. So, uh, but but continued. You know, that's yeah, a good so, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I think it's like like you said, uh, it's like a sitcom, you know. Like, yeah. And not even a sitcom, you know. Like I feel like us growing up too, kind of saw it, like in high school. Yeah. Even experienced it ourselves, you know. It's like. It's not a bullying where it's like, 
a typical bully where like people expect like oh mm -hmm. put you in a trash can mm -hmm. or yeah. stuff you in your locker kind of thing it's like uh more like uh verbal or mm -hmm. getting your face make you feel, belittle you kind mm -hmm. of things and it's like where people see it as um nowadays like oh bro he's just like messing with you or like it's just a joke take a joke you mm -hmm. know it's like but i guess sometimes it's like too much or people are like man you know i'm just i'm just roasting you like mm -hmm. like it's just a roast session you know it's like mm -hmm. but it's like when a person just keeps going keeps going you know like people don't know where to stop and uh I mean, I do see where it's like, I know I saw it in school a lot where it'd be like roasting somebody just mm -hmm. nonstop, you know, and it's mm -hmm. like, it, I do kind of understand, you know, it's like, and that's why it's like, it hit home for me because it's like, it was in my school. I remember like seeing stuff mm -hmm. happen like that in my school, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, uh, and then the craziest part is that like, he's my neighbor, actually, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the next, following day after that, I came home and reporters were at the house and asking me to like questions about him but you know unfortunately i never really got to meet him or anything like that but the kid that that uh that shot the shot the exactly. okay, yeah no. he's a he's a next door neighbor to mine and uh, he uh he always seemed like a good kid you know mm -hmm. we saw him at the bus stop and stuff like that so i mean it's crazy because you know you never expect like stuff like that to happen but it's like People are suffering, you know, people are suffering nowadays, you know, you can definitely tell it's like time of, uh, of uh, a time of place nowadays in the world where it's like suffering is like normal, where people don't expect you to react, but yet they don't like want to prevent you from suffering, you know, it's like they want to bring suffering to you, but so it's kind of like different now, like it's really like, man, crazy, <laughs> it's just yeah. crazy. no. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, we can just, you know, we can have a whole a whole other conversation, you know, about bullying itself and just like the aspect of, you know, like, you know, mentally, like what that does to you, but and also, you know, the bad side of it um, is that, you know, things can happen like this, but also, you know, I was always taught, um, you know, you never really know what someone else is going through, like, you know, at home. So it's like why, you know, it's such a, such a, um, a, you know, something you shouldn't do, you know, at, at all. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but so sort of piggybacking off of that. Um, so growing up, like, how did you observe um, mental health conversations, if, if any, um, particularly amongst like males that you like raised you or that you grew up around, like was that ever something that you did you feel like you could ever? Um, there are people in your life that that helped raise you that you could go and talk to about what you were going through mentally. Um, just in general, exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, uh, grow oh, growing up, uh, yeah, you know, like I did have like. Well, I grew up in a a. a, a a single parent home. Mm. I grew up with my mom, so I didn't have a, and I have yeah. a, three sisters, so I'm yeah. the only male yeah. in the house. So, okay. it's like, um, very, uh, I guess, very more. Uh, my mom never had those conversations with me, kind of mm -hmm. like the mental conversations and also like the mental health conversations, mm -hmm. kind of stuff like that. Like, in our family, it was just like kind of not like talked about mental health. Even though, like, I guess we all kind of have mental health issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, uh, it just was never really a thing. 
but um, I guess there was always like a, a, a brother that gave me study. I always like kind of looked up to him and uh, just uh, always talked to him about my problems and stuff like that. And kind of like my father, you know, yeah. so like, even when I got into fights or mm-hmm. like cat girlfriends. Yeah, or, you did have somebody it, to talk to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I was talking to him, but then, you know, like. As the years pass by, you know, like, obviously, you disconnect. Mm. So, uh, I mean, um, I drifted apart, obviously. Mm. So, I mean, I got older. Yeah. <laughs> I started doing uh, yeah. my own thing and stuff like that. So, because, uh, I mean, we just didn't have uh, no more kind of connections. So, I kind of, like, lost that male, male mm. like, uh, uh, headship, I guess, mm. kind of thing. Um, and now, um, that's where I guess, like... Uh, Kind of like my mental health started kind of like kind of detaching, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. uh, from it because uh, you want to, like, I guess, kind of confine somebody mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but it's like harder to when it's like harder to explain and stuff like that, right? So, uh, but now recently, you know, it's like I mean, I don't know, mental health is so like important to me now because it's like I saw the weaknesses of it now, where it's like I, I started going to therapy myself, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like. I recommend uh, every young person, you know, like not have go to a therapist, you know, mm-hmm. like of course not go to therapy because I mean not everybody needs the therapy at such a young age, but if you feel like you need it, you definitely go. But like you should always like to go look for a good role model mm-hmm. to like because role models are always going to be sort of like a therapist, you know, mm-hmm. you're always going to want to be like, yo, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I talk to yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, even if it's like a. Uh, somebody that attends your your meeting mm-hmm. or like goes to your school, mm-hmm. like a good teacher, mm-hmm. a good counselor, or mm-hmm. even like a coach, mm-hmm. a football coach. Yeah, whatever. Like yeah. And why is it? Why do you think it's important for? Because um, kind of like you said, you grew up in a in a household that was it's women. Um, so like, why is it important for? For I mean, not that you. You, you know, you can always get, you know, good advice from women, from women too, or the opposite sex, obviously. But, like, why is it important for, do you think it's important for men to go to other men, at least, and not for therapy, at least, like, to talk things out? And especially, like, um, you know, other, like, so we're both men of color. Um, you know, why do you, do you think it's important for, you know, men of color to invite in other men of men of color for like, for that guidance. Um, I think it's because uh, I mean I love the way my my family raised me. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't regret. Like, right. Like you said, women are definitely amazing people to grow up around. They right. Be the best advice. So, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. How I have a, <laughs> like yeah. an amazing girlfriend. Right. Is, like thanks to my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they they showed me everything, but um. Uh, like definitely, I feel like it's definitely really important to have like a a male uh, male like compliant because mm-hmm. uh, it's like um, you know I mean they're elders yeah <laughs> you know it's like and they see the world how you see it a lot of times exactly. yeah like it's like um, they they have our kind of point of view and like uh, I mean like we can't 
talk, uh, we can't uh, uh, like tell women how they feel like on, mm-hmm. on their their menstrual yeah. cycle. You know, yeah. Period. Like, yeah. We honest, we obviously can't like be like, hey, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Like, hey, don't worry. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't feel. You know, we can't do that. Cause yeah. We honestly, don't feel. We that. never have have exactly. the experience that. Yeah. So I feel like with a with a somebody that you could talk to is always going to be like somebody could relate to you mm-hmm. and like i mean i'm not saying uh, your best friend can't be a girl or mm-hmm. like can't be the opposite sex because he mm-hmm. definitely can be but it's more like you want to have that bond as well like to be able to express and like uh, kind of be understood or not even understood but like kind of be able to understand and then guide you mm-hmm. in the right direction because i mean sometimes you know you could be misguided mm-hmm. a lot and leads you the wrong way you know and mm-hmm. it's like I mean, takes you the wrong down path. Mm-hmm. So you gotta also not only look for somebody, but also look for somebody that's like a good example. You know, it's absolutely. Like, um, I mean, it could be so like misleading for somebody to like try to guide you, but doesn't have the right knowledge. You know, so that's why I'm not saying like women can't do that, but they also have to have the right knowledge. You know, of like what you're, what you're like feeling as well. Yeah. And why do you think that uh, it's really hard for, um, you know, again, like men of color to like to openly talk about their their mental issues? Oh, because we're so proud, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're like uh, the, I mean, I, I'm not saying that uh, uh, like people are like not proud, but I feel like especially mm-hmm. uh, people of color, you know, like, I mean, I know I work with a whole bunch of Hispanics, you know, mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of Mexicans, you know, and it's like, they're very proud. They're mm-hmm. like, Salvadorians and Hondurians are like very proud. Like, mm-hmm. nah, you know, like I'm a man, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to the hospital. I'm, I don't got no problems, you know, like I just work hard, <laughs> play hard yeah. you know, like I'm a man, you know, yeah. like, I just live for that beer at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice cold beer and to be with my wife, you know. Yeah. But, you know, like you could tell that they have, you know, like they grew up like with like problems, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but. You know, it's like, I feel like us, we're always so so prideful, but we don't want to openly admit our problems and stuff like that. And that, that's why I kind of like said, like, who are the people that usually like lose it mentally? It's like, mm. it's men. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, you don't see in the news, like, often like, oh, woman, mm. like, shoot up this mm. place, you know, to yeah. see a man, you know? Yeah, like, that's, that's very true. You're right. Like, yeah, like, men are the ones that, like, usually are, like, so consumed either in something or like have all this stuff like in them and then that's when they like explode mm-hmm. and it's like um uh that's why it's like so like important because like men of color are so prideful yeah <laughs> where it's like man i don't want to talk about my feelings you know i'm good <laughs> i right. live good we always try to flex <laughs> right we always try to uh have like, the best life show that we're living good and working hard you know so it's like i think it's important for uh co- I mean, everybody to speak to somebody or like express their feelings because, like, you don't always want to be like the top guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be like, because I mean, that's what brings people to like stress out and explode kind of thing. I think a part of it too is that at least, um, and pride is a big part of it too. I think um, a little bit 
I don't know how if it's like this in the Hispanic community, in the black community, there's a little bit of that like, oh, you know, you lost your job, you like, you know, somebody died, this happened, this happened. Oh, that's just like Tuesday. That's just like you know, black community. Like we used to struggle. We used to, you know, slavery, like segregation, like you know, racism. You know, all this, all these like things that are hard. You know, um, you know, job discrimination, housing discrimination, like all these discriminations. So when something bad happens to you, you know, it's almost like you know, you're a part of this lineage of people that have just gone through bad things. So, you know, you shouldn't really complain about it. You should just like, you know, pick yourself up and, and keep going. And so um, it's almost like frowned upon to complain, um, you know, in the black community a little bit. Um, and so at least that's, that's kind of sort of the, sort of the, the vibe that I've gotten. And I think that, you know, that makes it hard as a man, and especially as a black man, to to really uh, feel like you are at least allowed to open up to somebody about you know how you're you know you're feeling, and you don't know you know if you could be you know depressed or you know whatever. You don't know how to. Exactly. It, it makes it harder to process some of those emotions because it's like like what do I like? You almost feel like feel guilty for having something to complain about when you could legitimately have things going on in your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely the same in the Hispanic community. Yeah. Because, I mean, even to me, you know, like, like me uh, expressing my feelings one time to, uh, uh, like, Hispanic men, mm. like, he was just like, man, you know, like, you complain too much, you know? Like, yeah. If you have my problems, you know, you probably kill yourself. Yeah. And it's like, like, you know, like, we're just... You know, like you said, kind of expected to have, like, struggle and mm. stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's like, I think it's become such a norm, you know, like you said, you mm. know, expected to struggle, expected to struggle, you know, like, oh, somebody died, that's normal, you know, like, yeah. oh, you know, like, you lost your job, that's normal, you know, mm. and especially, like, for us in the Hispanic community, it's like, oh, somebody got deported, that's mm. normal, you know, yeah. so, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like, that's a big thing too like you know you, like somebody like separated from their family and that's not even like it's crazy yeah. yeah I mean it happens a lot yeah <laughs> it happens everywhere you know like, and you're just supposed to suck it up like exactly yeah like, oh you know like somebody's uncle somebody's dad you know got mm. deported you know like oh dang you know he was just working with me last week you know? like, <laughs> yeah I saw him at the at the building site last mm-hmm. week you know it's like dang you know his whole family's you know like don't got nobody no more or mm-hmm. something like that and it's like uh, pretty it's messed up. Yeah. So it's like everybody's nor- normal to that too. And it's like also with like I guess gang violence, like mm-hmm. and the Hispanic community is like so normal too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like people showing me videos of somebody like you know like messed up videos, mm-hmm. you know, like getting shot up or something. Mm-hmm. Like bro, I don't want to see that. But he's like, man, you know, my cousin sent me that 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 happened in his like in Salvador. That just happened to my cousin in Honduras or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I'm like, what the heck? You know, like, Hispanics also, you know, that's also, like, why they're so prideful, too. Because, you know, it's like, man, I struggle more than you, you but it's like, look at me mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, it's like, I'm good. You know, like, I'm successful. And that's kind of, like, where the, they feel like they're giving you therapy. like. But it's not helpful at all. Exactly. Yeah. It's more like... Shut up, you know. <laughs> I I have the same problems as you, but look, you know, I'm making money and I'm like, I have a good life. But it's more like, man, you know, like, I don't want you to bloat on me, you know, like, that's more like, 
<laughs> kind of puts you down more of a person sometimes, you know. It depends on who you are, you know. Sometimes it can help people, but sometimes, like, man, you like, instead of, like, helping me, you're, like, putting me down, bro. Mm -hmm. So it's more like, I feel like that's how it is in the communities, too, where it's, like, uh, they want to put their stunt on to mm -hmm. help people, but it's more like, instead of putting a stunt on, like, talk to me, mm -hmm. hit me up, you know, and it's kind of like that. What, what do you wish that... What do you hope that changes, or what do you wish that would be different in terms of just making it making it better, you know, or or you know more of a, a open door policy amongst men to talk about, you know, how they're feeling. Um, I don't. I, I mean, I, I actually don't. Or what's helped you to? to what's helped me is honestly just hitting your friends up. Like uh, lately, you know, like I've been, uh, you know, because for me, like what helped me a lot was. Uh, uh, one of my friends, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, because uh, I mean, I struggled through a lot of stuff, but it's like, um, I would stay in the house a lot, like a lot, mm -hmm. and just uh, just chill by myself and stuff like that. But you know, my friend, uh, like recently, she's like, nah, you know, like I'm picking you up, let's yeah. do this, or let's do that, you know, or like just constantly checking in on people and stuff like that. Now I'm like learning how to do that as well, like hitting people up constantly, like making sure everybody's good, you know. Mm -hmm. because I mean, everybody needs it and stuff like that, so I was like, I mean, that's what it is, you know, like, just keeping yourself busy, like, um, and like I said, looking for positive people to look for, like, uh, you know, adults especially, like, that are going to, that know what you're struggling with and, like, don't know, like, exactly, like, situation by situation, but, you know, but, like, they've been through stuff and that aren't going to be like, nah, man, you're going to survive, don't worry, like. But instead, you know, they guide you, like, they're going to be like, hey, you know, like, that's crazy that's happening to you, you know, like, something similar to me happened, you know, but it's like, you know, what helped me was this, this and that, you know, and instead of, like, putting you down kind of thing. So it's, uh, I mean, I guess more like, uh, more just uh, in-depth conversation than, like, instead of just like, oh, you good? I'm good. But, mm -hmm. you know, like, and they just go make fun of everybody or something like that, you know, it's more just like, have those in-depth conversation with your friends, like, yo, you know, what, hey man, instead of saying, hey, how are you, how are you, you know, like, kind of like, hey, ask more saying, specific questions, yeah, yeah. Like, what's on your mind lately, yeah, like, would you, like, this whole week, man, what was on your mind, like, you feel focused, you, are you, uh, what, like, what are your goals kind of thing, mm. uh, do you feel like you're, on your way on your the right path to do your goals and you know i feel like also here in uh, the male community we set, we tend to like start on like the bad things we do kind of mm -hmm. and tend to cover each other up and kind of not, not cover each other up but like uh kind of like uh praise each other on it you know like oh yeah you know yeah but it's more like i feel like uh that kind of just Instead of building us up, it's kind of like bringing us down kind of thing. And it's uh, where I feel like, I mean, that's where I like more and more like, wow, I'm not focused at all. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm living this life for the weekend, like this mm -hmm. weekend life where it wasn't like, or even like just this excuse life. But it's more like uh, now I'm like, all right, let me focus on the real things, on the people that matter kind of thing. Like, and make sure everybody's receiving the love. The right love, you know, because I mean, I was like looking for the wrong love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, I get you. Like, yeah. you get unfocused, uh, but more like, uh, 
you wake up and you're like, wow, I got to be grateful for the things I actually have. And, like, kind of connect more with people you love, like, and ask them those deep questions and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you only have them around for so long. So it's like, why not ask them the deep questions right now? <laughs> you know? Right. Instead of a... Because, I mean, I feel like that's what helps everybody in life. Like, just talking. Yeah. And I feel like that's what a lot of people don't do nowadays. Because, like... Our phones. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I think, you know, being more specific with those questions, talking to, you know, friends and family, really trying to really trying to just, like, you know, really, really have a have a uh, interest is, is can really go far. All right, so Oscar, man, I really appreciate, uh, you know, you being so open and honest about, and you, you know your mental health and everything like that and I really thought it was an important discussion so I want to thank you for suggesting that because I really think a lot of people you know need to be be more uh, open not only in talking about their mental health but also listening to others so I really appreciate you bringing that up man of course man of course it was my privilege you know it was uh, something I felt like uh, I love talking about <laughs> you know it's uh, I like helping people out with stuff like that as well because you know like you said, I, I suffer from it too, so it's like whenever I have the opportunity to talk about it, I love talking about it. So, yeah, we gathered here in the 919 where we take our time, sit back, relax as they spit their facts. Trust me, you be coming back. Got my man Max Weezy, keeping everything on track for sports to pop culture, matter where you at. iPhone to Android, you can play it back. DJ Relevant on the Wizard Twos can bring a smile to your day if you feeling blue. True, we in the 919. What you gonna do? Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. 919 at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. 919 at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Stay tuned.